1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Yeah, good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a Thursday night. I'm Ewan Cameron and Rangers are currently in action in Cyprus where the score is, after 20 minutes, Limassol 1, Rangers 0. That's not a wind-up. That is the truth. That is what's happening right now in Cyprus. Rangers are a goal down. Alongside me, we've got Gordon Diel and Cami Bell. Your reaction to Rangers conceding that early goal against Limassol, Gordon Diel? Um, one positive for me, they should be 2-0 down. They've missed a great chance right after it. Um, you've got to say, from Limassol's point of view, I think they've been excellent. They're causing Rangers all sorts of problems. The goal's a terrific ball in. Terrible defending by Rangers. Good header. Gives Butland absolutely no chance. Puts this Rangers team under immense pressure. It really is. They cannot afford to lose this game tonight. I'm not being disrespectful, but you cannot go over there and lose this game. Cammy Bell, poor goal to lose. Yeah, really poor goal and again they look very fragile, they're quite open um, this first 20 minutes uh, Limassol have had a number of counter-attacks on them and should be 2-0 up um, they look very, very fragile at the back and um, they've started what to come What a chance, chance Dessers is in and he scored 1-1 yes. Goal Rangers, oh it might be offside it might be offside Dessers yeah, has I think put the ball in the back early. of the yeah. net is it offside? Yeah. Yes, it is. It's yeah, offside. he went too early. He, he made his run too early. It's a sin for a, the lad. He's desperate for goals. He's been poor. Uh, you see him there. He's playing on the shoulder. He oh, just, he's yeah, going to do off. better. He is off. But he's going to do better, is he not, in that uh, position? I, I don't know about doing better, but he's put the ball in the back of net. He's just timed his run badly. Did I sound a wee bit too excited for that Rangers I goal there? I, I thought I was sitting next to Archie <laughs> McPherson there. <laughs> <laughs> Another looking at first. Uh, Rangers thought they'd equalise, but it's offside. Still one 0 to Limassol in the Europa League. We'll keep you updated throughout the evening. Andrew McLean is in Cyprus for us. We'll be with him at half time. Uh, we'll also be heading to Petodri to build up to Aberdeen's game against Helsinki with Dave Galloway. Big game for Aberdeen tonight after their narrow defeat to Eintracht Frankfurt a couple of weeks ago. But in the meantime, let's hear from Celtic fans and get your reaction from last night's Champions League match against Lazio heartbreak for Celtic what did you make of the performance where did it go wrong and where does it go wrong for Celtic every time they seem to play in Europe give us a call 01419511025 is the number to call 01419511025 so last night it was all about the Champions League and Celtic they lose 2-1 with a last minute header from Pedro Gordon DL over the 90 minutes did Celtic <sighs> deserve something out of the game oh, 100% for me um, I thought in spells they were excellent they played some terrific football got off to a great start Kyogo's goal once again everybody was talking about can he take his chances at the top level certainly showed that last night Matt O'Reilly's goal uh, Paul Thruff for him was magnificent then they lose which I think Brendan Rodgers will be more disappointed with a set play from a corner kick let's Lazio back in the game sucker punch at the end and you got to feel for Carter Vickers because he's been out for so long. Would you put him in? Was it a mistake I putting could, him in? I, no, because I don't think I don't think Brendan Rodgers had a lot of choices. You look but at what, what a game he threw him into, though. Yeah, I know, but you had Phillips in there at centre back. Lagerbielka is suspended, remember? So they were short in personnel, and I think Phillips had run his race. So I thought that Brendan Rodgers 
Carter Vickers is trained. Everything's come through everything. Look, the lad get caught. Unfortunately, get caught and Lazio punished. That's what happens at that level. But if I'm Brendan Rodgers and anything to do with Celtic, I'm feeling a bit disappointed today. We're going to speak to Brian in just a second on Celtic's performance. But Cammy, last night, last minute defeat for Celtic. What is with Celtic in Europe? Why is it not working out for them? Um, listen, it's, it's fine margins. I've said this before at the elite level of sport um, and football. The fine margins always go against yeah, Celtic. Yeah, they, they do. And then they need to learn from that. Again, I don't think they, they should be putting themselves in a position. They played some fantastic football in the second half, especially for me. Um, controlled a lot of it. Um, had a number of opportunities. And, and for me, the, it's just these small margins that are costing them. And they, yes, you're right, they're always going against Celtic at the moment. But... They need to try and control that a little bit more. They shouldn't be conceding a goal in the last minute. They'll be very, very disappointed with that, especially for how much they put into the game. I don't want to be too controversial with what I'm about to say, but is Brendan Rodgers arrogant when it comes to how he set his team up? He talks about, before the European campaign, that they're not going to change their philosophy. Mm -hmm. He's going to stick to his football principles, which is to go out and play the Celtic way. But you're not playing St Mirren, you're playing Lazio. And mm-hmm. his record in Europe is particularly poor. Should he be taking a leaf out of the book of the likes of Neil Lennon, who went to Lazio and beat them with a 5-3-2? Hard to break down, hard to beat. And they went and won in yeah, Lazio. You can, you, can, you can go with different personnel, middle apart, sit midfield players. But he went with a 4-3-3. Right, sometimes on, it, can, seemed, um, it, seemed, it seemed a bit end-to-end yeah, at times. If you let me finish and stop rudely interrupting. Um... What I see is Brendan Rodgers looked at that last night, Celtic Park, 4-3-3. There's nothing up in the formation last night. Now, going back to, yeah, and time's gone by, yeah, he could tweak one or two things. Now, remember, he went over to Barcelona. He's, he's not learning a lesson. Oh, no. he, he went to Barcelona and he played five at the back and he got spanked. And I know you can argue Barcelona. Last night was not about formation personnel or anything. It was about they get outdone with a set play which you'll be really disappointed with and a last minute goal when Carter Vickers who had hardly trained and played get caught and I but, think that Gordon, was a Gordon, but Gordon this isn't just last night though no but you're there's talking a, about a last tra- night but, but, but just in a general sense Celtic's performances overall in Europe are poor and have been for a number of years and Brendan Rodgers two wins at 20 in the Champions League does he have to change his ways to get the results because I think Celtic for me are a better side than what they were last night and deserved something out of the game. Not so sure they deserved to win it, but I think if he was to tweak it and go a different way, he might just get a result. Look at, what, look at what Gordon Strachan did against AC Milan, the eventual winners in 2007. Look at the way he set up against AC right, Milan okay. and lost 1-0 over two legs of so football So you think, you think the they would have beat Lazio last night if they went 3-5-2? Yeah, Right. I think if they kept it tight, if they kept it solid, they kept possession they, they, last night. They 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 but they kept possession last night without really doing anything they with did, it. They did keep it tight. They did, did keep it solid. They lost two goals, one from a set play. No, they didn't get cut open. So Rogers should change. Um, he, I, he doesn't need to change his you style. Can't, you just don't change your style. But it's your personnel you've got. He's got a team there that's lined up for 4 3 3. He can change the way he plays in that system by. Maybe saying to his full-backs, look, I don't want you going as high up the pitch. I want you to be more defensive. But 
I, I disagree wholeheartedly. That was nothing to do with formation last night. Let's go to Brian, who's standing by to speak to us. We did have some problems with the phones, but they're now up and running. Give us a call on 01419511025. Limassol still one up against Rangers. We'll keep you up to date with that. Hey, Brian, how you doing? How you doing, you? Been a long time, my pal. It has been a long time. Where are you just now? Champions League campaigns. When we've done it before, you and aye, that's right. Uh, where are you just now? I'm in Stirling. All right. I, I was in Glasgow last night, you and watching Celtic. Now, I've said it from the beginning of the season: the changes to Big Ange to to Brendan. The players have got themselves a wee bit off the rails, but they're back on the rails, right? So. 55%, 65% would be a bit right than now. Last night, up until, um, you know, I mean, like the very last minute, but up until Celtic looked like they were actually going to win um, the game last night. And it's no formation or anything. The, the team played well enough if we take our chances. Now, we hear this if off season, every season in Europe. But we just seem to have this kind of, uh, I don't know if it's a hoodoo or luck or whatever, but it was a you know it was it was gutting. But we're playing against a team, Ewan, who who are pretty decent and are pretty decent in the top five leagues. They're um, not. They're not. They're they're sixteenth in Serie A just now. They've been poor all right. season. They've got problems behind the scenes. Lazio were there for the taking last night. And I, I think I this Celt, Celtic will be kicking themselves this morning. And if truth be told, if you're going to hand pick. A group to be in in the Champions League, it would have been that group because Feyenoord are nothing special. Lazio are nothing special this season. If Celtic don't have European football after Christmas, then serious questions will need to be asked because Brendan Rodgers said quite clearly when he walked through the door in that media conference when he was unveiled as a Celtic manager, he's here to make strides in Europe and it looks like Celtic will not be in Europe after Christmas. So he's already failed in his first goal. No, he's not, Ewan. Come on, stop, be, stop being such a big drama queen. No, no, but, but, but the, the track record was suggestion of getting out that group. The track record was... You've got the toughest team you played next in Atletico Madrid and you've got hee-haw from Feyenoord and Lazio. Listen, have a bit more respect for European football, right? You're saying that, that Lazio are rubbish. That I never said that. Taking, and, now, and now you're saying that, that Atletico are the best of the four teams. Do you actually watch football, Ewan? Yes, I do, Brian. You clearly don't because I think you've got it wrong. You, you tell him. Are you? Are you? Are you? So you're sitting there saying about the positives, Brian. You're saying about the positives, but you've lost both the games. You lost to Feyenoord. You've lost to Lazio. As I've just said, you really should be getting something from both of those games. And you should. We are in transition, Ewan. But you're, what, 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 now, listen, are you always in transition because you mess up in Europe every year? Yeah, and you don't want me and Cameron just to watch a game and then you carry I'm enjoying the Ewan Cameron show here. In all the years I've been on this, I didn't know that we were just here to back you up. Right, hold on a second. Cammy. I fell asleep. I was busy watching that. We've got two Rangers fans watching the Rangers game here. So they're quite happy for me and Brian to go toe-to-toe about Celtic. The reason I annoyed is because I actually Celtic on my coupon last night <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and I and I thought Celtic would win I've been saying it all week I was saying it in the podcast Celtic will win against Lazio and I'm, I'm upset and disappointed for Celtic because I thought they'd do something in Europe this year 
Celtic will be kicking themselves, Cammy. hundred percent. Celtic were really good last night in, in large parts of the game. Um, again, thanks, Cammy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they were very good, and again, they created enough opportunities. And we said it last season under Ange as well. It was put, converting them opportunities. You need to take them at the elite level, and if you don't take them, the other opposition will get chances. And, and if they take it, they're more than likely going to hurt you. And, and that's what happened again last night. Um, but yeah, I think Celtic will be really kicking this all because I agree with you. Lazio are a team that, listen, they're still a high quality opposition, but they're nowhere near the Lazio that we know of from years yeah. gone by. Um, and I agree with you as well. They've got probably the hardest team coming up in Atletico. Um, it was a very good game. I've seen that game um, between them and Feyenoord, a lot of goals, and that's where Celtic will need to be aware. And, their home games this season in the Champions League that's where they need to just, get the points just, just quickly where I'll pick Brian up now sort of a, I know where he's come from but I disagree a little bit he said the difference was we didn't take our chances no it wasn't the difference was you didn't defend at the right times now you get a clean sheet there last night you're picking up three points yeah right so it's as simple as that set play every coach every manager I'll tell you they hate losing goals from set plays because they, they work it in every single day. People are given responsibilities, who to pick up, who to mark. Their jobs are there. And obviously, at the end, they get outdone. So I don't think it's all about, once again, looking at Celtic, oh, missing the chances. Celtic, if they did get a clean sheet last night, defensively strong as a unit, would have picked up three points. Loads of ifs in tonight's debate in regards to Celtic. Brian, see, before I let you go, one yeah. question for you. Will Celtic get out that group and have European football after Christmas? There's a possibility, but you and before you can, can I ask you a question. Yes. If Celtic get on in Europe after and go into third place or even have been sneak second, yeah. will you come back on and admit that you're wrong and you know nothing about football? <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm home Celtic feel <laughs> I want the best for Scottish football <laughs> um, I'll do that for you Brian Love you man It's been a while since I spoke to you Take care uh, You too pal All the best boys Cheers, Cheers Brian Cheers, mate. Uh, Let's speak to Michael Before we do get to Michael Just bring you up to date With what's happening In Cyprus In the Europa League uh, Limassol won Rangers nil Early goal for Limassol um, the two Rangers fans to my left have been keeping an eye on this. Uh, <laughs> and the, the night after Celtic get beaten the Champions League, we replaced Mark Wilson with a Rangers fan. <laughs> <laughs> He's in bed, <laughs> I'm uh, sick. You, you've been keeping an eye on that. Are, have Rangers had any chances, um, Gordon? Well, the one that obviously we thought Desers had equalised, it was rightly given offside. It took for oh, ages. I, was say that. I thought it was a Liverpool Tottenham VR uh, group <laughs> that was in there, let me say. But I've got to say, if I'm Stephen Davis on that dugout, I'm still a bit concerned about the opposition. They're creating chances. They had a good chance from a free kick. They've opened Rangers up once or twice. Um, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it the opposition or is it how poor Rangers are defensively as Rangers well? Rangers are very, very, very open. Let's uh, go to Michael who's standing by to talk about last night's defeat to Lazio. Good evening, Michael. How you doing, Ewan? How you doing, Gordon and uh, Cammy? Hi, Michael. Cammy, how are you, Michael? I remember when you were on the radio with uh, Rossi. Aye, the many years ago, mate. Yes, it's when... Um, I come, when... I come in, I've, I've got your book when you, used to, you signed it off for me, you and Alan Ruff. 
My God, I'll be worth a right few quid. A bookstore in Socky Hall Street or something like that. I can't remember now. That's right. I did a book signing in Socky Hall Street and the queue was out the door. No, for Ruffy. Was that for me? Exactly. Michael, it's nice to speak to you again, my man. Celtic last night. What do you think? I'm scunnered, to be honest with you. And that guy, Brian, he's talking nonsense, by the way. And you're spot on because for me, right, Vickers lost us the game. VAR is ruining football, I think. Um, Yang is no Jota. Uh, and Maida, for the t- two chances that he had, he needs to improve his game dramatically. But do you know something, Ewan? You were right when you said about Rodgers. And this is what I've been trying to say all along. Basically about Rodgers when he came in. We're going to do strides in Europe. And I'm going to say one last thing to you, pal. Basically... Celtic are going to finish bottom of the group. They're going to get a tanking both times by Madrid. Celtic have got no chance against Madrid because if they can't do it against Lazio, can't do it against Feyenoord, they never learn. Right at the death, they've done it in Feyenoord and Rotterdam at half time, lost a goal, and then they did it again last night. Like Gordon's just went and said as well, it's a defending, it's rank rotten. Very positive call there from yeah. Michael. The Thanks for that, support. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Could well be. He's never been a Celtic. Yeah. And apart from that, I hope they lose the league. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Michael. Let's speak to Jerry. He's in Erskine. Hiya, Jerry. Hello. Hi. Hi, you. Uh, long time. Yeah, it's been a long time, my friend. Oh, I know Jerry. How are you, my man? I'm good, sir. I'm good. Thank you very much. Yes. So what do you think um, of last night? Right. I was... Thoroughly disappointed. I was really more annoyed than disappointed. I thought Rogers' game management in the last 50 minutes was appalling. Um, you don't bring on Carter Vickers when he's rough and, and he's stiff and all the rest of it. Uh, OK, if he was 20 minutes to go and there were 3-1 up, that's fine. Give him a wee bit of game time. Phillips was playing fine. Absolutely fine. He's been brought off, I think, every time he's, he started. Now, the other situation is that... Um, there was no fire in Celtic's belly. If you if you if you watch the last ten minutes of the Motherwell game and the last ten minutes of this game, there you would see a difference. I mean, McGregor, who has been very poor this season, he was stroking the ball back to uh, Hart and um, to Taylor, and I'm thinking, you're getting beat or you're you're drawing. You want to win it because one point, even even one point, wouldn't be enough, and it's really quite inevitable that Celtic will be forced. Can you? Can anyone really see Feyenoord or Lazio being below us? So Celtic's not even going to get Europa again. Um, I, I had high hopes for Celtic in this group mm. to at least finish third. I thought it was a minimum that they should well, be getting. I as well. And I genuinely thought, and I, and I also said as well, if Celtic drop in Europa League, they'll have a decent run. Because seeing you're playing knockout football home and away, Celtic have goals in that team, they'd have a really good chance of going deep into the Europa League. So I was excited at the prospect of Celtic and Rangers being in the Europa League and getting half-decent runs. As it stands right now, Rangers won't be getting out of their group because they're getting beat by Limassol. But... I think Jerry makes a really good point there. Although you disagree with that, I thought it was a mistake bringing on Vickers, Carter Vickers last night. Right. Uh, Jerry's talking oh. about Phillips was, uh, was doing well. I can't disagree with that. They shouldn't have brought yep. Carter well, Vickers on. Hold on, hold on. Like There's that. absolutely no chance, in my opinion, that Brendan Rodgers has got to make that substitution for the sake of bringing Carter Vickers on for. You made that. a mistake. Phillips must have been... He made a mistake. Phillips must have signalled or telling the, the, the officials that, look, 
That's me Ran Murray. So you're a mind reader now, are we? No, well, I, I, I don't see an experienced manager like Brendan Rodgers making that mistake. He maybe wants to bring Carter Vickers on for a bit more experience because it's coming towards the end I, of the game. Does I, he want I, to I lose the game? I, I, I don't buy that. So, I, so I don't you, buy that. I think Phillips, so you're buying what I think you Phillips had ran his race. I think Jerry's made a very good point, Cammy. Uh, no, listen, I, I think he, he has made a good point. Um, what I would say that... Listen, we wouldn't expect um, Carter Vickers to come on and make that mistake. But again, he's been out for a long period of yeah. time. So that, that is the, the risk factor when you're putting him on in such a, a big game and a high-profile game. Um, Brendan Rodgers, for me, is taking a risk if Phillips hasn't asked to come off. Should or if Phil Phillips well, hasn't signalled. Right, he makes a mistake, yep. but 30 yards oh, no, listen, there's You've a... still got to defend yeah. it as well. So you just can't go, oh, Carter Vickers has lost the ball there. That's it, it's a goal. Yeah, but, but it's it key to them conceding the goal. That was the key moment. Well, they, gave, they gave the ball away. So that was the key got, moment. But you defend the cross. Gordon, listen, you, that was the key they, moment. You, you still defend the cross. Jerry made the point that. of that he, he felt as if um, Callum McGregor was playing sort of safe, negative football. But is that a mentality thing with Celtic at the moment? When they're one all, are the players on the pitch thinking, you know what, we'll probably take a one all because of their poor history? Ending the, the losing League. run. Yeah. yeah. Um, so again, that's maybe why they weren't playing that penetrating football and passing the ball forward but they've, they've got to manage the game better when you're one each and you put so much into the game they need to take something out of it Jerry, it's been a pleasure speaking to you my man have a great night OK Paul, thank you, see you now Cheers Jerry, all the best uh, we're going to be live to Cyprus in a couple of minutes it's coming up to half time there still Limassol 1, Rangers nil. Andrew McLean is there for us we'll also speak to Charles who's a Celtic fan about the game against Lazio stay right there, it's Clyde 1, Super Scoreboard Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Yeah, Clyde One Super Scoreboard with me, you and Cameron tonight. Gordon Duncan has got the night off. I'm not sure what he's doing. Andrew McLean, who would be here. Um, if he wasn't in Cyprus. And we'll be crossing to Andrew very soon for the Europa League game between Limassol and Rangers. It's approaching half-time. Uh, Limassol 1, Rangers nil. Alongside me tonight, Gordon DL and Cami Bell. Uh, two Rangers fans here tonight reacting to Celtic's defeat last night and uh, really enjoying the Rangers game because they can't afford TNT Sports in the rain. Do you think so I'm going to bite with that? So they can come in here and watch it for free. Yeah. That's why they're here. You come in with a leather jacket on with a motorbike like Fonzie <laughs> and you're sitting there saying Rangers fans. Mm -hmm. We're here, we're here as professional pundits. Professional pundits? <laughs> <laughs> to give an honest opinion. Okay. Uh, we'll get to Andrew shortly. They're still playing in Limassol. Let's speak to Charles, who's in Greenock. Good evening, Charles. Good evening, you and good evening, panel. Hi, Charles. Hi, Charles. As a wee aside there, I just caught in. You and what you're riding these days. <laughs> yes, I, I, I came in on a moped, my friend. I've taken the leather jack off because I, I took the le leather jack off because I get an absolute stick from these two next to me. So the leather jacket's off, and we're not here to talk about my fashion sense. We're here to talk about what happened last night. So, Charles, let's talk yeah. Celtic. What happened last night? Where did it go wrong? Well, where it went wrong is uh, it went wrong long ago. But Celtic have seem to have been uh, obsessed with project signings, and that's where it went wrong for me last night. There's too, far too many project signings in the team. Now, they might be getting away with it in the domestic league, 
And the only reason they're getting away with it in domestic league is because Rangers are in uh, such a state at the moment. But uh, in Europe, it's not good enough. I, that team was full of them. Um, near the end of the game, uh, O, who has virtually no experience because he's history, we know about his history about uh, having to spend two years in national service, etc. He's now come into Celtic and he's got no experience whatsoever because he's setting sprint the Kyoto goal. He's getting five minutes here and five minutes there. So, 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 so your problem, Charles, is that you think that Celtic are a feeder club. That players come in, they get their experience, Celtic can then sell them on for a profit. So at the end of the day, it's not about progression in Europe, it's about making money. Is that what you're saying? Uh, you're not far from it. To say they're a feeder club, um, I would say is a bit strong, but they're obsessed with their business model and making money. Okay, um, Cammy. Yeah, but again, that that's been their model for a long time now. It's not just creeped up on us. They've done that. But Brendan Rodgers said when he was unveiled as Celtic manager, he's here to make a mark in Europe. Yeah, and, and he won't do that with that team if he's if he's getting projects to to work with. He, no, as, as Charles suggested. Yeah, no. Listen, I, I think it's it's difficult to do it with projects and young players who are not proven in the game. Um, but that, that's, listen, they know, Ben Rogers knew the DNA of Celtic when he came into it. He knew what it was all about. He knew what the, the model, the business model was that they, they bring in players, they develop them, and then they sell them on. They're not going to change that over because Brendan Rogers just came back. I don't think that would have been the conversation. He would have knew that that's part of, part of his project. Yes, they're failing in Europe, but I still think it's small margins. I don't think they're far away. I think you're right, and they just need to tweak one or two things. Last night, do they? just be a little bit more game savvy in the last couple of minutes. Mm. And as I say, were the Celtic players nervous? Is it is there a sort of mentality block coming on towards the end of games in, in European ties where they've not picked up many points over the past two, three seasons? Yeah. So for me, they should have just shut up shop, took the, took the point and moved on and tried to build some confidence. Charles, Rangers losing to Limassol, has that cheered you up a wee bit? I'm not in heart, they put it out way. Listen, I'm, I'm not that type guy saying I'm, I'm not overly exuberant. I, I like to see him getting beat again. It puts a wee smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Charles. Let's speak to John, who's in Knightswood. Hello, John. Hi, how are you doing, guys? Not bad. Are you smiling at Rangers or getting beat in Cyprus? Ah, it doesn't matter. You're more worried about what happened last night. Unlike you and Cameron, you, mate, said that you're cheering them on. I mean, you may be a Hearts fan. No, I, 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 wait, 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 John, John, John. Nothing. John, John, hold on a second. Your team rubbish, you beat me for 1,700 quid the other week and you're shouting about my team. <laughs> you couldn't even qualify. Yeah, John, li- 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 right, John, listen, listen. I still try hammer Celtic. No, 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 John, I, I support all... Maybe your, maybe your team's performance the other week, yeah. Yeah, just because you lost £1,700 because Hearts failed your coupon, don't blame it on me. Uh, I'm not, but I'm not, but I'm actually blaming I didn't have my glasses and I actually accidentally marked them in for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, lot being said about Celtic and where it goes wrong in Europe. Another defeat last night. Where Where is it going wrong? Why is it going wrong? We're just, we're just, I don't know, we're just near luck. We're good, but the only kind of luck we've got in Europe is bad luck. And it's been like, it has been that for a while. It's more we're than playing that. Good. We can't, we can't say we're not playing good. And we didn't deserve to beat last night. I, I agree. With, I agree with that point. Didn't deserve to get beat. Yeah. I, but, yeah. but a draw would have been a fair well, result. Yeah, but hold on a minute. You can throw the argument back. But they did get beat, right? So, but for me last night was I thought Celtic's performance at times was very, very good. Right? I really did. I thought they played some good football. 
Um, scored a terrific goal. Kyogo obviously will get a lot of confidence from that. It's just the defending side of it that, you know, if you if, if you play in the, the Premier League or domestic league, you maybe get away with one or two of those defensive lapses because you're not playing the quality that you're playing against in the Champions League. Last night, they made two mistakes, one set play and one defending the goal, and they get punished for both. That's the level they have to get to. Yep. Yeah, definitely. John, John, there is yep. a VAR check for a possible penalty for Limassol at the end of the first half, I think. Uh, no, it is half time. We'll get to Limassol in just a second. One final question for you, John. Will Celtic get out of that group, whether it be third or second of European football after Christmas? <laughs> you put me on the spot here. No, no. Well, I hope so. You know what I mean? Because we can't, we can't we, go unless... We, we all hope, John. Chances. John, we all we hope so. John, we, we all hope so. Qualify. I, I hope I get a date with Cameron Diaz. We can all hope, but are they going to do it? Cameron Diaz, he's not even nice looking, mate. What are you all about? Have a look at him. Right. What part of the battle was Radio Clive looking at the night when they're you got you in? They were scraping the barrel, mate. I was way at the bottom. I was the guns run the rim. You well. Hey, you. Yeah. Hey, John, it's been a pleasure as always, my man, speaking to you. All the best, okay? Cheers, John. All the best, mate. Right, let's get live to Limassol. Rangers in action. Clyde One, Super Scoreboard's European coverage with Trustbeat Scotland. For life after debt, visit trustbeatscotland.net. Andrew McLean is in Cyprus for us. Half-time Limassol Rangers. Andrew, how did it go in that first half? Yeah, Aris, Limassol 1, Rangers 0. As you say, the half-time score, it's been a change in the dugout for Rangers, but it is really the same old issues at the moment. There was an early warning sign for Rangers as well. Mihail Mayambela, it was a right-footed shot from him at an angle. That one was saved low by Jack Butland. <coughs> Turned round for a corner. But they did get their goal nine minutes in and it'll be one Rangers will be very disappointed with defensively. The ball in from the right and it was Alex Maketu uh, Masunda. He was the one. He was completely free in the middle of the box in the header. He found the bottom corner. Jack Butlin could do nothing about it and the home side took the lead. They maybe should have made it two a few minutes later as well. Rangers all over the place at the back relay. Mayan Bella with a cross this time. And from a good position in the middle of the box, Leo Bengston could only fire over probably a bit of a let-off for Rangers there. Rangers really hadn't created much around 22 minutes in. They did have the ball in the back of the net. Cyril Dessos was played through. He supplied the finish. However, the flag went up. There was a really lengthy VAR check. It did look tight, but uh, the on-field decision was correct, and that goal did not stand. Rangers, you know, they, they continued to not really create much in the final third. They also looked pretty exposed at the back throughout a lot of this game. There was an Abdallah Sima header that was easily saved by Vanna about five minutes before the break. That one was never going to trouble him. But Stephen Davis, you know, he hasn't had long to work with these players at the moment, but there definitely hasn't been any quick fixes at the moment. The halftime score here in Cyprus, Aris Limassol, one Rangers nil. Michael Beale should have stayed, Andrew. I'm not sure the Rangers fans will be will be saying that. Certainly after the the atmosphere that you know you saw after the the game at the weekend. But you know these Rangers fans, they really did get behind the team when they were coming out for their warm up and they came out at the the start of the game. But they will be disappointed because you know some of the same old problems are there. And you know 
Lammers and Dessers haven't really impressed today. There is a change of system. They've gone 4-2-3-1. They've got Wright and Seema. They're supplying the width, but they're not really getting on the ball all that much. There was a moment towards the end of the half where Scott Wright, it was a really nice turn down the right, and it was a dangerous ball across the face of goal. But from wide areas, that's the only real thing Rangers have done in this half. And the, the big problem's at the other end because Rangers, they have been exposed a few times. Aris Limassol do have pace to try and get in behind and the defence look a bit disjointed so Rangers are going to have to do something about that or else Aris Limassol are going to be able to create more chances in the second half the only consistency about Rangers just now is something that Andrew said there which is Lammers and Dessers aren't offering much you hear that every game yeah um, that's why I said I thought it was um, a bit unlucky for Dessers because he's judged on goals and every goal like we scored three is it three Cammy? I think yeah. three of them have hit off him Tell I two hit off him, one with a penalty kick. He's offered nothing. He needs something to ignite his Rangers career going forward. He get the vote of confidence tonight from the interim manager. But once again, apart from that odd chance, he's, he's gave nothing. Lammers, to me, I, I don't know what he brings to the party. Andrew, you're there with the Rangers team and backroom staff any word or any rumours flying around about who might replace Michael Beale? No, I mean James Bisgrove has, has stayed in the UK he's away um, you know sort of getting things in place to try and, and get the manager in as quickly as possible plenty of names floating about at the moment but you know sources at Rangers saying that they're really focusing on these two games at the moment Stephen Davis, Alex Ray, the rest of the backroom staff will take charge of those games and then going into the start of next week I think things will start to ramp up from then there has been a bit of talk about Pascal Jensen who is the AZ Alkmaar manager I, I said last night on the show that you know he came out and said in his press conference last night that it was completely out of the question so I think that's one that you maybe need to forget about but yeah it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see, it doesn't really appear that there is a, an obvious candidate at the moment Rangers fans will be interested to, to see who it will be and I did speak to a lot of Rangers fans today over here just to sort of gauge the temperature there wasn't many that were you know definitively saying exactly who they wanted it was more sort of ruling out managers they didn't want rather than picking their preferred candidate If Alex Ray can get a gig then Gordon Deal you've got a chance uh, Alex suits the tracksuit a lot better than me doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that punch does he? No he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking good now. Uh, Andrew, they're live in Cyprus for Limassol against Rangers. We'll speak to you at full time, my man. You're going to get yourself a pie. Or I don't know. What did they have at half time in Limassol? Do you know, Andrew? Uh, I don't think it's anything that's culturally relevant. I think it was chicken wraps <laughs> earlier on. So right, I'm disappointing okay. you there. There's, there's nothing fun. <laughs> All right, bud. Uh, Andrew, they're live in Limassol. Rangers are 1 0 down at half time. When we return, we'll continue the chat about Celtic from last night losing to Lazio. Frank standing by. So is Peter. Stay right there. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Oh, mate. Yes. Where are you going? Sit down. We're not, we're back on. Well, we are. I'm on. Sit down. Aye, make me a winner. We're not for it. You're not listening. That would you talking? He's just walking out. Going to DL. Um, it's make me a winner. Your chance to win £98,000 is what you could be winning. So if you want the chance to win a hundred... Oh, no, no, no. Hold on a wee second. Nuria won 98,000 pounds. 
Congratulations to Norea who won £98,000 on Make Me A Winner last time out, which is fantastic. We can make you a winner. £100,000 up for grabs tomorrow when we make another call, but you need to be in the draw to win it. Text YES to 61025. That's YES to 61025 for the chance of winning £100,000. Text a £2 plus your standard network rate. Enter at Clyde1.com. Online entries cost £2. Or call this number 030 Calls charged at the standard rate. Over 18s only. All the rules for this network competition are online. If you get a call from us after three, answer within five rings. Say the words, make me a winner. What are those words, Cammy Bell? Make me a winner. Yeah, it would help if your microphone was on. But yeah, those are the words, make me a winner. Say that and we'll give you £100,000. Text yes to 61025 for your chance to win. Good luck. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard continues in a couple of minutes. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard yeah, good evening. Ewan Cameron here in for Gordon Duncan tonight. 01419511025 is the number to call if you want to have your say on Rangers who are currently losing in Cyprus to Limassol and Celtic losing to Lazio last night in the Champions League. Let's speak to Peter and Frank. Let's get them both on. Let's start with Peter. Hey, Peter, in Torquay, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Ewan, Gordon and Cammy, thanks for having me on. Yep. You're welcome, Peter. We've got Frank there as well. Frank, you with us in Garrow Hill? Yes, I am. Hiya, Frank. You all right, my man? Yes, fine. Good lad. Right, let's start with Peter. What's your thoughts on last night? Uh, well, can I, can I just say, first of all, um, I, I think Celtic have taken a bit of a battering with, you know, some of the, you know, performances in the past. Yeah, sometimes we've been the master of our own doom. But, you know, in, in recent years, we've been drawn against Barcelona, Messi and all of it three times, Madrid, PSG, the German teams, Man City. So I, I don't want to make excuses, but you've, you've got to cut them a bit of slack when you look at some of the pairings that they've had. Regarding last... I think you said at the beginning of the show you and uh, uh, Rodgers might have been a little bit arrogant. I think I think he was a little bit... I don't think he was arrogant because I think, I think Brendan's uh, reflected a lot in the way that he left the club the last time and how he's come back. So I certainly don't think he's been arrogant. I think he was a bit naive last night uh, with some of the substitutions and bring, certainly bringing Carter Vickers on at a time that he did when Phillips was doing nothing wrong. That that really puzzled me. And the final point is that he's inherited a team from uh, Big Ange and he was always going to have to test out these players. Um, I think the real test will come in January, during the January window. There's a caller on about half an hour ago saying Celtic being a project team. The, the problem is we've not really got a balance. You, what you should really have is a project. Yeah, you should have project players, but they should not be your go-to on big games like last night. Your go-to should be maybe a balance between the projects and some experienced players who can just who, who know how to come into a game like that and how to cut it, you know. So I said at the start of the season they need to go up the spine of the team for goalkeeper, defence, midfield and striker. We've not really got an alternative to uh, Kyogo. Um, I'm not going to name... I, I don't name individual players because I think it's a team effort, so I'm not going to slag them there. Okay. But uh, I, th- I think there's a lot there. <laughs> but just cut the club some slack because, you know, we, we've, we've played against some... <laughs> In recent years, we've been quite unlucky with some of the draws that we've had. OK, we've got an easy group this year, but... Uh, what, was, what, was the, what, what was the excuse when you dropped out of the Europa League and the Conference League and you got beaten those two games? 
last year. Under Anjai. Man, I'm not. I don't make excuses, Ewan. It's, it's not an excuse. I just think you're just giving us a load of excuses. No, 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 I'm going to give. I'm going to give you an answer, and I'm going to give you an answer. I think the club have gone too far down the project route. Okay. I think the. I think they got a bit excited about some of the Dembele's and Edwards, and they're sort of thinking, "Oh God, this is easy. You buy somebody for two point five million, you sell them for twenty five million, and that's it." It doesn't always work like that. No. And when it doesn't work, like, and when it doesn't work like that, you get kicked out of the Europa League and you get kicked out of the conference. Peter, can you just hold on a wee second? Because you're making some really interesting points. Frank's got a similar point. He's in Garrow Hill. Frank, what do you want to say? Yes. Uh, well, I'm going to slag off players. First of all, Hatati. He is not pulling his weight. His thoughts are in Saudi Arabia. They should off offload him at the next transfer window. He's just signed a new deal. I know. It took him a while to sign a new deal, didn't it? Okay. So you want rid of you want rid of Hatati? That deal's been on the table for about three weeks, and he just signed it. I think last week. Obviously, uh, whatever whatever happened with Saudi Arabia, it hasn't materialised. But as I say, I would get short of him. A, a nice transfer window. Okay, interesting. Okay. Frank, Peter, would you get shot, Hitati? I'm on Clyde one. Yes, you are. Yes, and, you uh, are. And, and we're delighted. And we can hear you. Uh, we're, <laughs> and we're, we're delighted that you are. Was, who was asking if you're on the radio there? I, I just get cut off. I lost the signal there. All right. Who, uh, who are you speaking to there? Who's in the background with you? <laughs> I was just talking to my son. He just walked down the stairs, probably. Right. For some I'm so glad he didn't ask you what you thought of you and Cameron. <laughs> I think we <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank, uh, sorry, um, Frank has just said, Peter, that you would get shot of Hatati. Would you get rid of Hatati? No, no, not at the moment. I, th I think. I mean, I think it's, it's difficult for most players just now for their heads not to be turned. I mean, Jota going for a two hundred thousand pound a week salary. I can understand that. Um, and, let Frank um, hold on. Let Frank um, get. Let Frank have you say there. What do I say, Frank, to that? I say that's exactly my point. He's he's thinking about about what he could be earning if he was in Saudi Arabia. So his mind's elsewhere. That's the point that Frank you're making. Yes. Okay. Let me ask Cami Bell about that. Is there a chance that Hatati's head has been turned despite signing a new deal? And is is he signed a new deal? Does he know round the corner what may be coming either in January or at the end of the season? They might get his way and Celtic could get a massive transfer fee. Uh, again, um, I think Celtic have done the right thing in getting him a long term deal. I think because they get top dollar for him. Aye, and he's a yeah. fantastic player. Listen, we're speaking about project players. If Hatati goes, that's another project player that has to come in because. They might get twenty million for him, but they'll only spend two on another player. They're not going to go out and spend that twenty million on another player. If truth be told, is a twenty million pound player coming to Scotland? No, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, but I just feel as if um, Celtic have, have protected themselves and their assets. They've got him on a long term deal. He needs to play well to get his deal. So he'll be working really hard. Yes, he wasn't the best last night in the last couple of games. He's probably underperformed, but. I still think he's a brilliant, brilliant player for Celtic, so he's one that I'm pretty sure most Celtic fans wouldn't want to see go out the door. Peter and Frank, thanks so much for calling Clyde One Super Scoreboard tonight. Interesting points. I'd like to talk about Maeda. 
We've no, we've no got time, but um, Frank, <laughs> appreciate that, my man. We've got your thoughts on Hitati, so give them a call tomorrow. I'll not be here. Give somebody a call tomorrow, and they'll talk to you about Maida. Thank you for that, Frank. Thank you, Peter. Uh, Gordon. Frank's not giving up. You better. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be phoning tomorrow night. Imagine you and Frank sitting having that chat to each other. Hitati. Has he, has he got a point? Is his head elsewhere? Um, no, not at all. Okay, um, moving on. Thanks for that, Gordon. Uh, looking at what's going on in Cyprus, it's still Limassol 1, Rangers nil five minutes into the second half. Gordon, yeah, you've been keeping an eye on this. Any early chances for Rangers? Um, no, I've got to say, if I, there were a goal coming, I'd probably say it was from the home team. You're joking. No, I, th- I think Rangers have been very disappointing tonight. You know, some of those players come out and talk about we were a big bit of the responsibility why the manager was removed. You've got a Rangers guy in there that's knows a club inside out in the dugout. Go and play for him. He's a teammate. Go and go and let's put a shift in. I think Rangers have been dreadful tonight. It, it's been grim, really grim and, and concerning for me going forward. Again, yes, the manager's been sacked, but these players need to take some responsibility for the 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 showings they've they've produced over the last couple of months. It's not been good enough and. Gordon's right. Listen, there's a guy that's been at Rangers and Rangers through and through on the on the touchline. You should be running through brick walls for him tonight. Is this embarrassing? It's not embarrassing, but it's if you're it's, a Rangers. It's Limassol. It, no, if who, it's who a, are what fifth in the, the Cyprus league at the I moment. I think they're more than that. I think yeah. about eighth. Or so something. it's not embarrassing. Um, that's, that's clearly a Rangers fan sitting there. This is not no, embarrassing. No, 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 no. What I will say is it will be embarrassing if they don't go winning. I would. So I, they have to win this. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. A draw is an embarrassing result. I think so. Okay, Cam, if they draw it tonight, is that an embarrassing result for Rangers? Is it's, that, a, it's a really poor result. hundred percent. Is it embarrassing? That was the question. Mm, yes, I'll go with. Yep. Okay, they're both going with embarrassing if Rangers don't win tonight. So they've got what forty minutes or so to try and get the result. They're one 0 down. Up next, after news at seven, beat the pundits. Stay right there. Tackle the headlines. 0141951. Oh, wow! It's going to be an embarrassing night for Rangers in the Europa League. 58 minutes played. What a time to return to the show because Limassol have just scored a second. Limassol are 2 0 up against Rangers. Wow! Cross from the left. And there he was, six yards out, the striker for Limassol to beat Butland at the far post. It's Limassol 2, Rangers 0. A shocking night for Rangers in Europe, in the Europa League. This is turning out to be an embarrassment. Gordon DL. I I, I can't believe what I'm watching. Um, It's so, so easy. They look the better side in the second half. Down the down the left hand oh, side, too easy. yeah, ball into the box. He just squares it. Lindstrom gets John pushed. Lindstrom, man. He gets pushed off. The lad gets his head up, squares it. Oh. He's in in front of defenders. He's got an easy tap in. Butlin, absolute no chance. This just now is an embarrassment for the Rangers football club. This is off the back of being Real Betis a couple of weeks ago, and here they are in Cyprus tonight. They're and all they, over they the place. Be, they could be three or four down. Yeah, listen, not, uh, listen, Limassol have been absolutely dominant in this game, especially if, if you look at the chances, and that there, it's just an easy goalie. What's Lindstrom doing? Br- brushes Lindstrom aside, and then Lindstrom looks as if he's jogging back, he's, he's blowing him away with pace that much, and then it's a good ball in the box, you need to defend it better. 
Ah, oh, it's a shocker for Rangers. It's a, a real uphill battle from here on in because they've been so poor in this game. They're going to have to get a new manager in sooner rather than later because this is an absolute joke tonight. There's Seema down the left but, right but now. You can, you can bring in a new manager. As I said before, you've got Steve Davis, who's an absolute club legend, and these players need to step up to the plate, and they're not doing it at the moment. James Bisgrove, the new chief executive. Now, I know that Beale... Big job. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't... Beale wasn't his man. No. He's going to have to get this right. It's a huge, huge decision for the club. And tonight, as it stands with an hour played, Rangers are 2-0 down against Limassol. I think Rangers are something like 1-2 to two with the bookies to win tonight. They're red-hot favourites. I think Limassol are like 5-1 to one at home. Yeah. That just uh, says it all for you. And Limassol have come into this game. No forum. No. They're, they're sitting way down the bottom of the league... You're thinking Rangers will turn up there tonight, put on a good performance for their, their teammate and yeah. the dugout at least and get the, the rid of the embarrassment, well, not the embarrassment, but the disappointing of uh, Aberdeen, right. the manager getting sacked. They've been all over the place tonight. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll be live to Cyprus at full time. Andrew McLean is there for us tonight. But as it stands, if you have just joined us, Limassol are 2-0 up against Rangers in the Europa League. Paul, stand by. We're going to be speaking to you very soon about Celtic's performance against Lazio last night. So far, not a great week for Scottish football in Europe. We will be live to Pataudry shortly as well, ahead of their game against Helsinki. But it's now time to play the game that you all love. It's Beat the Pundit. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. It's our nightly football quiz. We put 30 seconds on the clock and you have to be one of our pundits to win a ball signed by the Super Scoreboard team. Is that the prize? Yeah. Oof. Who wants that? Everybody. Brilliant prize. Everybody. They clamour for it. Unfortunately, when I play, they don't get it. <laughs> no I'll, balls leave this office let me I'll, tell you. I'll add some value to the ball by signing it as well tonight uh, yeah I'm sure everybody <laughs> the phone lines have went dead <laughs> uh, well they're waiting to play on tonight to play Beat the Pundit good evening Barry uh, how you doing where are you uh, I'm actually on the motor right now ok you had your tea yet sorry you had your tea yet no no wait what are you having <laughs> you're hungry you're having macaroni Oh, it depends if I win here. All oh, right, depends on where you win here. Celebrate. Okay, right. celebrate. Mm. Love it. Right. Okay, so um, you're on to play. Beat the pundit. Out of the two, who would you like to uh, play against? Cami Bell or Gordon DL? Yeah, uh, Cami Bell. My head's gone to be honest. Watching this, aye. Mm. Yeah. The My Rangers. head's gone. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm going to flip a coin. So you're going to be Gordon tails, tails and Cami Bell. Your heads. Okay. So I'm going to flip this coin. So let's see who you're up against, Barry. Let's do it. Beat the pundit. Oh my God! You can't even catch it. I did catch it. It's on the table. So I'm oh just going God. to reveal what it is. What were you again, Gordon? Tails. Tails, tails in your heads. heads. It's Cami Bell. Heads. It's Cami Bell. You've got a great chance of winning tonight, Barry. Definitely, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you keep showing them the answers over there. Right, OK. Um, so who goes first normally? The oh, oh, my God. God. Of course. Uh, the caller. Oh, you're beating the pundit. I've not done this before. We get the music. Right, OK. Aye. Put the oh, music. So you're getting Greatest Hits Radio. Yeah. That's yeah, where well I work. Done. I work on Greatest Hits Radio in the morning. Right. I do the breakfast show. So you're going to get Greatest Hits Radio in your ears right now. You Please getting, don't have you. Can, can you hear? Can you hear the music? Take your headphones off just now, but you can hear the music. Yeah, he can right. hear it. Right, so what, what what can you hear? What's in your ear? I don't know the name of the song. Yeah. Sing it. What's your song? Ah, yeah. Bee Gees. Oh, the Bee Gees. Okay, okay, they've got the Bee Gees on. So, Barry, you ready to do this? 
Aye, ready to go. Okay, so they're listening to the Bee Gees on Greatest Hits Radio, and it's now time to beat the pundit. There's 60 seconds on the clock, 30. is that correct? 30. Two, right, put your headphones on. <laughs> put your headphones on, you cheat. <laughs> right, there's 30. I'm, I'm not playing. Oh, you're not playing. <laughs> right, okay. Right, I forgot he's not playing. Right, here we go. Right, 30 seconds on the clock. Barry, you ready? Ready. Let's do it. Go. At what ground did Airdrie play until moving to their new stadium? Uh, pass. Brendan Rodgers started his managerial career looking after which EPL reserve side? Uh, Chelsea. The John Lambie stand can be found at which Scottish football stadium? Uh, Livingston. Uh, uh, true or false, football dugouts were invented in Aberdeen? Uh, false. James McFadden left Motherwell first time around to join which club? Uh, pass. Which club Billy Davis last managed? Oh, oh. Say Nottingham Forest Nottingham Forest Correct <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I want to know <laughs> I'll put it this way The boys get the last one right Oh, oh no <laughs> um, So what was um, what was the score there? Can producer John let me know? I, I was yes, no, 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 no Take them off Alright, okay Right, you ready? Okay. Swap seats, mate, please. Go You're for having it. a night. Go for it. <laughs> Are you ready now? Aye, right, okay, right. So, um, Barry, not very good there, my friend, but let's see. <laughs> FM. <laughs> Right, Barry man. get none <laughs> No Barry got two Barry got two <laughs> <laughs> right, go. Go right. Everybody knows he only got two We're not go hiding anything Go for it Right okay here we go right, Start the clock At what ground did Airdrie play Until moving to the new stadium Excelsior What uh, Brendan Rodgers started his managerial career Looking after which EPL reserve side Watford uh, the John Lambie stand can be found at which Scottish football stadium? Uh, Farhill. True or false, football dugouts were invented in Aberdeen? True. James McFadden left Motherwell first time around to join which club? Evan. Which club Billy Davis last managed? Forest. Who is Celtic's record signing? I'll let you answer. Do you know the answer to that, Barry? It doesn't matter, Barry. Oh, shut up, you're masking him. Right, you said it. Wait, 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 wait. Barry, what do you think the answer is? What was the question again? Celtic record signing. Who was it? Eh. Uh, Say Edward. <laughs> right, so that's him. Got three points. He doesn't even <laughs> know. He's got that. He doesn't even know how many <laughs> points. <laughs> of course, right, how many points have I got? He <laughs> um, doesn't know. Producer John's going to tell me in my ear who's you won tonight. Hold well on. Oh my goodness. All right, we're going to go through the answers first. Here oh. we go. Oh my goodness. Uh, what ground did Airdrie play until moving to their new stadium? It was Broomfield. Broomfield, oh, yeah. Broomfield yeah. Uh, Brendan Rodgers started his manager career looking after which EPL? Chelsea? No, Chelsea. Chelsea. John yes. Lambie Stan can be found at which Scottish football stadium? Fairhill. Correct. Fairhill. True or false, football dugouts were invented in Aberdeen? False. True. True, I say true. Uh, James McFadden left Motherwell first time around to join which club? Everton. Correct. Three. Which club Billy Davis last managed? Forrest, Forrest is correct. Four. And uh, B- Barry got Edward's question out. No, he doesn't get that. How many did he get? I got so, four. So, so it's 4-3 to... Cammy ah. Bell! Yes, there we go. Yeah. Sorry, Barry. Barry, because Sorry, I made Barry. an absolute mess of that tonight, I'm Shocker. going to send you a ball. No, you're not. 
I am. <laughs> no, you're not. I am. We pride ourselves in no balls going out there. Well, door. I'm in charge tonight. I've made the decision live on the radio why and on YouTube. Why, why don't you catch me in a month tomorrow? No, 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 we're not. Barry, 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 I'm sorry, mate, for making, making a mess of this tonight. And because I'm a nice guy and I'm only here for one night, which you'll all be happy to hear, Barry, I'm going to send you a ball. <laughs> Good lad. Barry, thanks for playing Beat the Pundit. Cheers. Well done, Barry. Cheers, Barry. Right, what do I do now? Should uh, I take some calls? I get him. Should I get him? <laughs> well done. You won 4-3, Cammy Bell. Congratulations well to it was you. Really. I'll send, you can take a ball him with you if you want. Yeah, he take one as well. Right. Uh, Paul's on the phone. Hey, Paul. Hi, Ewan. Uh, did you enjoy that, mate? Uh, it's a wee bit different. Are you no due at a tea break? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my jotters, mate, in the next 10 minutes. Um, so let's talk Celtic last night. Uh, Rangers still 2 0 down, by the way, for those of you who are listening in with 20 minutes to play. But let's talk Celtic Champions League last night. Uh, your thoughts, Paul? Uh, hi, guys. How are you doing? Uh, my thoughts are it's just, it's just Groundhog Day, isn't it? It's just it's the same. It's the same story all the time. Uh, it's Einstein's definition of madness, trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's just us in the Champions League and has been for for years and years. But why? Because we keep the same thing over and over again. So why are you not learning from it? I'm sick of hearing Brendan Rodgers saying we're going to learn from this, we're going to learn from this. They haven't. I think it's down to... If you've not got as good a players as the opposition... You need to manage the game better, don't you? You need to try to... I mean, we all buy into it when when we're at the games about uh, go forward, go forward, go forward. Last night, the last five minutes of the game, is it's a shut-up shop. I mean, take a respectable point. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. A draw is better than, than what happened. I th- I th- I agree with you. I think you need to you need to get that monkey off your back, which is yep. losing that... Yep. that Losing that losing streak, Cammy, and I think he's right. Shut up, shop. Take your point. You've played well enough to not lose the game. Don't go and lose it, as Roger said. But you don't even need to shut up, shop. What I think you need to do is change your mentality. Listen, Rangers just scored. Um, I, I think you need to change your mentality within the last five minutes. Defenders just defend. Make sure you do not concede a goal. See if um, the striker forward players go on and, and Palmer gets a goal, then fantastic, great. But the worst you come out with is a one-all draw because. I really do think that Celtic mentalities now in, in the in the Champions League and in European football, they, they've they've lost so many points now. So um, I, I just I just think they need to start picking up points, build their confidence within um, European football. Paul, uh, just going. To, we'll get to the Rangers goal in just a second. They've got a lifeline possibly in Limassol, but it's been checked by VAR for a possible offside. We'll get to that in just a second. But one final question for you, Paul: Will Celtic get out of? That group, or will they drop into the Europa League, or is it fourth again for them? Uh, God, I don't know. I mean, if they learn the lesson, I, mean, I don't think we're. I think that's two games that if we managed it better, we could at least get a draw for each game. But if it's if we continue going to stick to these finals, trying to play attacking football, we're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, good point, Paul. Thanks so much for that, my man. You have a great night. You had your tea yet? Uh, I did. Uh, I'll be fish tomorrow night, obviously. So I'd check tonight. Okay, man. Thank you for mm. that. Uh, Limassol two Rangers one. Rangers look as though they've pulled a goal back, but there is a VAR check for offside. Tavernier could be offside. Yeah. Uh, Gordon DL. Yeah, it looks 
to me, when I looked at it, I thought when the ball went over to Tavernier, the right hand side, they looked beyond. Do you the think defender. looked offside? Yeah, but uh, he headed it back, didn't he, to, to to Lundstrom, which then led to the goal. Yeah. So the initial phase is it's he st- offside? Side, yeah. The he, cross that comes in is superb. Yeah, yeah the goal keeper, that's fine. It's the, the, the Tavernier situation. He's given the goal. It's a goal. Goal stands. Goal stands. It was so a really good goal as well. Yeah. It was a brilliant ball in from Lundstrom and a great header as well from Sima. So. Yeah, it gives them a lifeline, but again, defensively, the the frailties are still there to be seen. Um, they need to try and salvage something out of this game. When you say give the, give them a lifeline, do you mean give us a lifeline? <sighs> Here they go again, though. Limassol are in, they're in, they're in. Oh, no, no, no. Lindstrom's out to clean up, though. Uh, 2-1 to Limassol against Rangers. 19 minutes to play. We'll be back live to Cyprus at full time. Andrew McLean is there watching this one for us. Uh, Graham is a Rangers fan, clearly watching the game from behind the sofa, and he's giving us a phone from there. Uh, hello, Graham. All right, how are you doing? Not bad. Are you in hiding just now, watching this game? I've just come out of... Well, he's been doing it fan, mate, for the last 25 minutes. <laughs> it's I'm ready to put my foot through that daily. It's disgusting, mate. Well, you just got to go never... back. You might get something out of it, even, even though you're playing so yeah. poorly. You'll never get nothing back, mate. They're gone. They're done. That's the worst Rangers performance in Europe I've ever seen. That's worse than now looking back to two and then beat us three two. That's worse. That is shocking. Graham, One shot for a second goal. Graham, where two defenders? Graham, Graham, it's Cammy. Where do you see? Where, where do you think the problems are within this Rangers team? Is it a mentality thing? Is it a personnel? Is it tactics? What? Where do you think we're going wrong at the moment? The players are not good enough. You could have two lammers. <coughs> I guess I laugh at half time, you wouldn't have noticed the difference. And no put MD on. You wouldn't have noticed the difference. Scott Wright, he took the covers while you and sat right, got self sent off. He didn't want to be there and it plays him a night. It's embarrassing, mate. The players are just no good enough. Five of them were in the UEFA Cup final last year. And they're and they're putting in performances like that. So it doesn't matter what manager you've got, the signings have been poor. Right rotten, mate. absolutely. Oh so Pep, oh, he's in, he's in, he's in, he's in, go, oh, what a what save, a save. what a save I'll tell you what, he, he's been the only player wow. the signing that this summer that for me has really stepped up the plate. Jack Button's been fantastic he's since he's came in. Again there, been really, really he's good. kept him in the game. And that's a big save. Yeah, Gordon Diel. Look at the defending here, though. But what is that? Who's that? Right, Davis. Uh, Davis. That Davis? Davis. 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 Shocking. Oh, that's, that's a, a unbelievable save. save. Eight yards out. He's cutting it back across goal and Butlin diving at his feet. Oh, that's a f- superb save. That's world-class DL. But then I'm, I'm going to flip it over. He should score. Oh, he's got to score. Uh, yeah, if it's Rangers, you're thinking. That's a sort of... But all credit to goalkeeper. Cammy's right. Out of all the signings, he's a pick of the bunch. There's no doubt in that. Rangers are just a, a team now that need... A bit of time with a new manager to get in there, a man manager, and reorganise and revamp this club. Thankfully for Graham, Rangers did not concede a third goal there because if they had, um, we may have had to bleep the call. Um, he was away. Uh, Graham, um, who do you want as your new manager? Yeah. Who do you want? Um, I don't know who I want, but I know who I don't want. I don't want that Lampard, dude. You don't want Lampard, okay. No, I definitely don't him. Big, big McLeishan. With Kenny Muller and Kevin Thompson, take it to the end of the season. That'll do us. We'll just plod away to get something in at the end of the season, give him a few quid. But you can't keep watching us every week. This is embarrassing. So uh, that's the thoughts of Graham, Rangers fan tonight, who are still losing by two goals to one in Limassol. 
It should have been 3-1. What a chance that was. It's uh, 20 past 7. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Give us a call. Have your say on Rangers or Celtic. 0141 951 1025. We'll be back live to Cyprus soon. Stay right there. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Thanks so much for having us on live. Clyde One Super Scoreboard and also on YouTube as well. Give us a call. Have your say on Celtic last night against Lazio. Rangers up against it in Limassol. Can't believe I'm saying that. They've been shocking. They've been embarrassing. They're 2-1 down against Limassol in the Europa League. We'll go live to Cyprus at full time. There's around 11 minutes to go there. So give us a call, 01419511025. Alongside me tonight is Gordon DL and Cami Bell. It's now time for the full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions, East Kilbride. Thanks to David and Bear's Den. full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions, East Kilbride. Tackle your customer's spaces with made-to-measure wardrobes. This is a good one. Thanks to David and Bear's Den, as I said. Can you name... The eight Scotsmen to make the most appearances in the English Premier League. So that's since 1992 when the Premier League was formed. Name the eight Scotsmen to make the most appearances in the English Premier Gary League. Gary McAllister. Number two. Oh, number two. Number two. What about um, Gordon Strachan? <clears throat> oh, he's two. Premier League. God. Dan Fletcher. Dan <clears throat> Number one. Dan Fletcher, number one? Number one. Scott McTominay? Is he up there? Scott? Since, since the inception of the Premier League in 1992, you think Scott McTominay's in the top eight Scotsman to play in that league? Mm-hmm. No. Duncan Ferguson. He's the eighth. So you've got three out of the eight. So have a wee think about it. Yep. We'll come okay. back to it. Let's go to Billy, who is a Rangers fan. He's in Clyde Bank. He won't be a happy bear, that's for sure. It's still 2-1 to Limassol. Billy, your thoughts? My thoughts? Oh, I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, please don't. <laughs> I'm only here for one night. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. Um, no, my thoughts is... Um, the Rangers board, um, I can't, I really can't understand them. They sacked, they sacked Bill the other day there. No, there's, there's no replacement for them whatsoever. And they don't even know, well, I don't think they know who's going to be a replacement. And they're, they're in Europe, they, they, obviously, and they're getting, you know, it's 2 1 doing all the rest of it. Yeah, um, but uh, you, so you think they've signed Michael Beale without having someone in mind or someone ready to step into that job? Yep. Now, from what I would believe and understand, before you make such a decision, you already have an idea. You've already done some work behind the scenes before you make the decision to sack Beale. You'll know possibly who your next man's going to be. Billy suggests, and they've made that decision. Without having someone lined up, Cammy. No, listen. I think the guys uh, that are at the Rangers board, and there's a lot of new members here. We've spoke about James Biscrove. Um, that's this is a huge decision for him. It's going to be on his head as, as CEO of the club at the moment of 
of what the decisions made. They they've got to have a shortlist. Whether it's not about the shortlist, but no. normally do you not do your due diligence yeah. before you so, make the decision? So, so they must have an idea who they want, and they maybe have got some sort of have names. feedback to suggest that these people might be interested are available at this moment in time. Again, um, not linked with a club at the moment. Are Rangers going to go and pay a fee? Probably not. So it'll be all these managers that aren't linked to a club at the moment. Um, so yes, I think they'll have had a, a number of names that they would would have sort of think that are achievable for Rangers, but they've also got it's, it's such a big decision. They need to get it right. They've, they've obviously the if results don't go their way, that builds pressure on it happening faster than they, they would have wanted. They would have wanted Steve Davis to go in here tonight, them to win over in Limassol, and then to win at St Mirren. Take the pressure off. Yep, absolutely. Buys them time. It's not happening at this moment in time. If they then lose or don't pick up maximum points on Sunday, the pressure grows even more for the board to make a decision. Yeah. Um, but this can't be a rush decision. They need to get it right. Absolutely need to get it bang on. The last two haven't been right. Gordon DL, some of the names mm. in the frame. And those who have publicly said they're interested, Steve mm. Bruce, Sam Allardyce, uh, Billy Davis is another name. Mm. And I remember I was clamouring to get Billy Davis in at Hearts. I think he is a man's manager. I think he's a top coach. Mm -hmm. He's not been in football for a wee while. But is he not someone you could bring in and steady the ship? 100%. And he lives three miles away from the, the, the club. I don't know why um, he's not right up there. He should be. Um, you look at his record. Now, people... I've heard... I'm friendly with Billy and I'm, I'm quite biased here. But I've heard people talking about, you know, the, the problems with the board... A Derby director stroke sort of a chairman come out today and done a, a, a piece on Billy talking about best manager I ever worked with. If I went back into football, I would go and get Billy Davis tomorrow. So that takes that myth away. Craig Brown once put in a paper, Craig Brown, an icon of Scottish football, wrote in a paper about Billy Davis. He's the nearest thing to Alex Ferguson he's ever seen, right? You've heard Kenny Miller in this programme on Monday. You've heard guys like Chris Boyd and they talk so highly. Guys have been in the dressing room with them, right? And you hear every positive thing about his man management, every yeah. bit of style. The big thing about, oh, he's been out the game. Billy Davis has been up and down the country watching games. I know that for a fact. He's done every qualification north and south of the border for a fact. Is he a strong leader? Is he a strong manager? 100%. Would you do a job at Ibrox? 100%. And if you're James Bisgrove, are you speaking to Billy Davis and saying, look, come in, short term, see how it goes until the end of season while we do our due diligence on who we might possibly want? Look, everybody will have their opinion. I'm biased here in the fact that I know Billy, I know the way he works, I know the way he organises. Now, he had to take a bit of time out of football for personal reasons because of family and everything like that. And he had a, he had a sort of a wee legal thing. A couple of years that went on for I. Yeah, 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 after Nottingham Forest. But if you look at... If, take take the top of the paper away, uh, Billy Davis's CV. Take that name away. You look at that CV. Championship, hardest, hardest league in the world to get out of. 76, 79 points. He's broken all sorts of records. Brian Clough. This guy deserves a chance back in football, in my opinion. I think it's a good shout. Billy, would you take Billy Davis, even just short term, just to sort out the mess to begin with? No, there was one guy I would really like to see. And I don't know what the panel think about this, but Van Nisselroy. 
Ruud van Nistelrooy, former PSV head coach. Yeah, good shout that, Billy. Yeah. Thanks for that. Let's speak to David, who's another Rangers fan, who's in Newton Mairns. David, how you doing, my man? How you doing? All right. All right. You had your dinner yet? Yeah. Um, I just want to say, all right, the dazzler. Right, David. <laughs> you just ignored my question there, eh? <laughs> Nobody wants to tell me about their tea tonight. No, no. All I want to say is, basically, I think, basically, I think that... Um, if if Rangers are going to go for a uh, Frank Lampard, they need to they need to uh, basically go for somebody and get somebody in like Graham Souness to be a wee, uh, like a kind of somebody that knows all about Rangers. Um, either Alex, and maybe if it's not Graham Souness, it's maybe Alex McLeish, somebody that could could point him in the right direction. Because see, at the end of the day, we can't afford to pay somebody out their contracts the amount of money we've spent the amount of money we've spent is unbelievable and we, we will not be able to afford to pay uh, a manager to um, leave their club and I think that's why they're thinking about um, Frank Lampard Billy Davis comes into that category as well, David, and so does Steve Bruce and Sam Allardyce as well. Uh, David, let me let, let, let me ask you this. Who would you take as the new Rangers manager right now with those who are available and those who are interested? Right now, I, um, if, we had, if we had the money, I would go for Kevin Muscat. But we've not got the money, that's a problem. I and I don't think they have got the money. I don't think Kevin Muscat should answer, to be honest with you. I think you're heading back down the same route you've already gone down. I think you need well, someone... You think I mean, I, I, I didn't... I, I'm, I'm way... Um, <laughs> Gordon and I don't agree with them that often but I think Billy Davis is a great shout just short term just in trim see a point I would make is I know a number of teams in England have started doing this and and I'm I'm not saying it's a long term solution but a number of teams in England have appointed managers with a sort of rolling month to month contract and and again if you're looking at somebody short term Mm -hmm. to to see if it is the right answer because I know listen Rangers are spending a lot of money on moving uh, managers on um, and that's costly to a club um, like yeah. Rangers, who haven't got a lot of money at their disposal, would rather be spending it on players yeah. on the pitch. Um, so yeah. if you if you manage your contracts right for the next manager, and that might mean you might not get the top end manager, but you might get a manager like Billy Davis who might come in short term and see if they can get the team playing well. Then that's ultimately what, what my want. my personal thing and the reason I'm going for Billy not just because he's track record and everything he's achieved, right? And I've heard all the nonsense that goes with it. Is the fact that it needs a strong man manager, it needs a great coach, it needs organisation because you need to work with these players to January, right? Yes. Because these guys are you're stuck with these to January, so you need somebody to come in organise and make, make that. And and there's so nobody. And uh, listen, I, I'll back myself to hell here. There's nobody better, in my opinion, than that guy, uh, organisation man management. Yeah, I agree with you when it comes to Billy Davis. Sorry, David. Could I speak to Gordon for two minutes? Yeah, I could, David. Gordon. Listen, I'm from Newton Mearns. I know you used to be a wee bit close to that. Yeah, I couldn't afford to live there that long. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I'm just saying, I've been watching the game and I just don't see any improvement at all. Nothing. It's nothing at all. 
David, I can't disagree with you. I was looking for a little bit of response tonight because... No, I, I expected... I was excited to watch the game tonight. Yeah, because you get players... I don't see nothing. Usually you get players that come out and they put their hands up and say, look, yeah. we were part to blame for the manager yeah. going. We've yeah. got to show them that Stephen Davis, yeah. Rangers legend on that dugout, he'll be, he must be disappointed Aye, with that. He will be. He'll be hurt with that tonight. Just looking at it, in Cyprus right now it's still Limassol 2 Rangers 1 6 minutes of added time so Rangers got 6 minutes to claw something out of this game and at the moment it doesn't look like it uh, David see before I let you go I've got one more question for you yeah on you go are you a silk or cotton kind of guy a silk or cotton kind of guy no I want Rangers to win every time every time I want <laughs> I want Rangers to win that didn't go the way you were thinking. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Do, do, do you like silk or do you like silk or cotton? Um, I like a wee bit of spandex. <laughs> spandex, okay. Well, that wasn't the question, but thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but I just like, can I just say one thing before I go? No, not really. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I used to say this. Go Gordon and when. Uh, uh, Mark Wilson are together I love the two of them I love the two of them They're the greatest guys in the world um, I'm a Rangers man But Mark Wilson is amazing Sorry about that Cammy You've maybe never got another Thursday night show, no. But don't worry about it uh, Thanks very much for that David Much appreciated Cammy Are you a silk or cotton kind of guy? Oh silk Silk Silk, silk. silk. You want silk now? No 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 It's just for special occasions Yeah of course Gordon DL? Cotton all day long, cotton eye. Okay, and you went cotton It's warmer. It's warmer. Can I just say, because there'll be people listening and watching this on YouTube going, what is he on about? George Bowie from Bowie at Breakfast put me up to asking that question to a random caller. Silk or cotton? So that's why I've asked the question. Oh, okay, okay. It's, there you go. Two so different answers. Yes, we've got different answers. I'm a silk kind of guy. Anyway, moving on. Shall we go to Pataudry and find out what Dave Galloway likes to wear? Because Dave Galloway, because <laughs> Dave Galloway, he's watching the Europa Conference League tonight. Aberdeen up against Helsinki. Dave Galloway, good evening. Evening, you and well. It's fair to say Aberdeen's season certainly seems to be showing signs of taking off. An impressive performance in the narrow loss at Eintracht Frankfurt, followed up by Premiership and Cup wins over Ross County and last weekend's victory against Rangers at Ibrox. Pittori will be packed as European group stage football makes its comeback here following a near 16-year absence. Let's take a look, take a look at the uh, team lineups then. And uh, Aberdeen make just the one change. It's uh, Duke in for Dante Polvara. So they will line up uh, Keller Roos in goals. At the back, it's a three of Stefan Gartenman. Slobodan Rubicic and Richard Jensen. Midfield, Nicky Devlin, Graham Shinney, Leighton Clarkson and Jack McKenzie. With Jamie McGrath playing off Duke and Boyan Majowski up front. As for HJK Helsinki, well, three changes for them. The men coming in, Lucas Lingman, Miro Tenno and Piri Suari out go Thomas Olila, Santeri Hostika and Hassani Bande. So, Jesse Ost in goals across the back. It's uh, Mati Deltola, Yuna Toivio and Miro Tenno. In the middle, it's Piri Suari, Georgius Kanalopoulos, uh, Lucas Lingman and Yuka Ritala. Up top, it's uh, Boyan 
Radulovic in the middle, supported by Filip Rogic and Topi Keskinen. The referee is Daniel Stefanski on VAR duties tonight here at Petaudry Stadium. It's fellow Paul Damien Silvestrak. That's Dave Galloway at Petaudry for the Europa Conference League game tonight against Helsinki. Now, that was recorded earlier, and he's just texted me. It's not cotton or silk for Dave Galloway. It is latex. Mm. Nice one, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's uh, nearly full time in Cyprus. It's Limassol 2, Rangers 1. We'll be full time when we return, and we're live to Cyprus with Andrew McLean on Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's European coverage with Trustdeed Scotland. For life after debt, visit trustdeedscotland.net. Did Rangers get a late, late equaliser in Cyprus against Limassol? Let's find out live to Limassol with Andrew McLean. How did it finish? Yeah, Aris Limassol 2, Rangers 1, the full-time score. It is an embarrassing night for Rangers in the Europa League as they fall to defeat in Stephen Davis's first game in interim charge. It was a bright start for Aris as well. They looked the more dangerous side from the off and they made the most of that pressure. Nine minutes in, really poor defensively from Rangers 2. The ball came in from the right and it was Alex Maketu Masunda. He was the one completely free in the box and buried the header in the bottom corner for 1-0. They probably should have made it 2 a couple of minutes later as well, it was a shot from Leo Bengtsson. Good position in the box, but he could only fire over. 22 minutes in, Serial Dessers had the ball in the back of the net. That one was correctly flagged for offside, though. But overall, Rangers were lacking in imagination. And not much change going into the early stages of the second half. Then, 55 minutes in, a powerful shot from Abdallah Sima. That was parried by the goalkeeper. Dessers made a real mess of the rebound. That turned out to be offside though, but once again they left themselves exposed an hour in Lundstrom, he was left for dust down the left, the cross came in and there was Shabby Babika in the middle of the box, first time finish Jack, past Jack Butland and that was 2-0, it was going from bad to worse for Rangers, Stephen Davis, he made changes, Ruth and Sifuentes, they came on with 20 minutes to go. They did claw a goal back. It was a really good cross from deep from John Lundstrom. And there was Abdallah Sima with the header into the bottom corner. But it could have then gone 3-1 if it wasn't for a brilliant Jack Butlin save to deny Alexander Cochrane after more poor defending from Rangers. But the game really fizzled out after that. Rangers looked to try and get on the front foot a wee bit more. But they really didn't create any chances. Ultimately, Aris for the better side on the night. Rangers didn't offer enough. They look shaky at the back as well. Michael Beale might be gone, but there are still so many issues that need to be sorted out at Rangers. The full-time score here in Cyprus, Aris Limassol 2, Rangers 1. Andrew, I know you've got to get away and speak to the the Rangers management team. Um, We've got a couple of Rangers fans standing by to speak to us after watching that result tonight. There was a few Rangers fans that we could see on the television. They are raging tonight after watching that performance. Uh, what was the atmosphere like for you? Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the game, the full-time whistle went. There was boos from the, the travelling range of supporters behind the goal. And when the players were shaking hands, the supporters, a lot of them were actually gesturing for the Rangers players to go over and essentially apologise to them and, and put their hands up and, and thank the fans for, for making the journey and coming out and apologising for that performance because they are not happy, they're not happy with what they've seen at all, they would have been hoping that there was going to be signs of change tonight and it really didn't happen at all and you just need to see 
you know, the, the context of this, Aris Limassol are celebrating this as a historic win. The players are out on the pitch at the moment. They're over with their ultras, a small group behind the goal. And they're all celebrating together because this is one of the biggest results in their history. It's a game that Rangers never should have lost, but they have done. And there is a lot of thinking that needs to be done behind the scenes of Rangers. Andrew, one final question for you. You've travelled around with Rangers and Celtic over the years. Is this one of the worst performances and results you've watched? Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, a, a team of this stature, you know, playing in the separate league, Scottish side, certainly the likes of Celtic and Rangers, budgets far outweigh the separate league. Rangers should be beating teams like Aris Limassol. It was a very good result against Real Betis in the first game, but this is the type of match that Rangers should not be losing whatsoever and maybe shows that, you know, the squad that has been left behind by Michael Beale, there needs a lot of work done to it for whatever manager comes in next. OK, Andrew McLean live in Cyprus. Have a great night, my man, and safe journey home. Thank you very much. Cheers, buds. Um, let's get the thoughts of Cami Bell and also Gordon Diel on that embarrassing result for Rangers tonight in Europe. Cami? Yeah, really embarrassing. Um, concerning for me going forward, just the way they were outplayed tonight um, by a team that, Andrew's explained, aren't the strongest separate team in their own league, which... Again, I'm no disrespect to the separate league, but it's not a strong, strong mm -hmm. league. Um, and for Rangers to go over there and get beat, for me, it's one of probably the worst. Again, obviously, we can all remember the progress yeah. um, result. Call. Yes, yeah. um, freshly in our minds. That That's up there with, with one of the poorest results for Rangers in recent history in, in European football. Gordon? I feel, I feel sorry for two real Rangers men tonight. Alec Ray, that works in this show occasionally. And Stephen Davis, who's still a player. Uh, I think looking at those players, he would have wanted a lot more. I think the supporters are shortchanged. Um, they didn't get the performance. They didn't. They look at a team that's just lacking confidence, leadership, direction, everything. And probably people will argue some ability. Yeah. Um, it's a big turnaround they need quickly. We've got a couple of Rangers fans standing by to speak to us. Can you patch them both through, please, John? That's Jimmy, who is in Yoker, and Alan, who is in Cumbus Lyme. We've got about four or five minutes, guys. Uh, first, let's go to Alan. Your thoughts on that, mate? Come on. How you doing, guys? All right, um, bud. How are you? Oh, just absolutely raging. Um, I don't even know where to start. will be again. Um, that hold it. We'll try and get you back, Alan. But that's a bad line. Let's go to Jimmy, who's in Yoker. Jimmy, good evening. How you doing, guys? Not bad, Jimmy. How are you after watching that, mate? Oh, I'm suffering. I've been going to see Rangers since 1967 when Davy White was the manager, and uh, this Rangers team ranks probably among some of the worst I've ever watched in my life. Um, I agree with the Dazzler. I, would, I, I wouldn't be too unhappy with Billy Davis, but I would bring in Kevin Thompson and possibly Kenny Miller or Neil McCann to back him up. Um, the Lampard thing for me is a, a non-runner. I think we need to get back to a, a bit of tradition with Rangers. Uh, we need a bit of a kick up the you-know-what because some of these players tonight there, there was no fight in them tonight and it was disgusting to watch. I know people say Billy Davies has been out the game for 10 years but he's proved himself before and I think that I mean we need to go back to you know, bringing a bit of tradition back to Rangers and bringing play, uh, managers and coaches in who want to be part of the Rangers setup? Bill was a no-no for me for the very start. I'd never bought into the, the fact that that Bill should have been there because if when um, um, <coughs> Gerard went away, why did he not offer Bill the job then? I know he went away with Bill to Aston Villa, 
But for me, this is a poor, poor result. And I do feel sorry for Alec Ray and, and uh, Stephen Davis tonight. And that was a team of bottlers tonight. Jimmy, that's and, uh, that's strong words. I'm sorry, man. We're coming towards the end of the show, but thank you so much for your point. Alan, we've got you back. Do you agree with Jimmy? Yeah, absolutely, guys. Um, as I was saying, I'd, I think if I could, I'd sack Michael Beale again. Um, the, the recruitment's been a shambles. Um, you know, Dessers and Lammers, I never want to see them back in a Rangers top again. I don't know. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, it's just, yeah, I'm just on for a rant, basically. Yeah. Wait, would, would you take Billy Davis to come in there and sort things out? I don't think Pep Guardiola could sort this squad out at the minute. Honestly, I don't. I can't see an end to it. I just can't. Um, We're terrible. Alan, thanks so much for that. Jimmy, again, thank you to you as well. Have a brilliant night, boys, even though you've had a really bad result. Do you know what? The more and more I think about it, Billy Davis might be the man Uh, to sort it out. Listen, people can say I'm a friend of his. His record there, the nonsense about working with boards and everything. You've seen a guy at Derby today. He got Derby promoted. He's been successful. He's been out of the game for a little while. He had to do that. Family reasons as well. I know he's ready to come back. I know what sort of guy he is. And I think he'd be a terrific appointment. Cammy, would you take him? Yeah, again, short term, I probably would look at it. And again, if it works, then you can extend it. But um, Rangers need to protect themselves in the next manager because they've got the last two absolutely But, if they, but, but if they bring in a Billy Davis type to be interim yep. in regards to... They've got Stephen Davis in there right now with Alex Ray, but you bring in someone like Billy Davis has been there, done it, got the T-shirt, and he's worked wonders. Can you imagine what he could do with that Rangers team? Yeah, well, that's what they need. They need somebody um, that can work wonders with these players because they're lacking in confidence. It doesn't look that, that like they've got the ability at the moment to go and win games of football, which is the demand from Rangers. So they need somebody to come in there and work their magic, that's for sure. OK, so um, Billy Davis for the Dazzler, Billy Davis for Cammy Bell, and for me as a Hearts fan, I don't give a hoot. I hope there's no manager there when it comes to the semi-final in the League Cup and we go through the final. I'll still beat you. Um, full-time teaser. You got any other names for me? Yeah, but uh, what about David Weir? Uh, no. No? Alan Hutton? No. Brian McClare? Um, I'll tell you. We've got Dominic Matteo. <laughs> We're not allowed to guess. <laughs> okay, We're coming to the end it. of the You're, show. It's your quiz, on you go. Um, Dominic Matteo at seven. I had him, yeah. Right, so the eight Scotsmen to make the most appearances in English Premier League since 1992. Ferguson, Matteo, Bardsley, Morrison, Telfer, and there's one more. Give us a clue. Give us a clue. What teams you play for? I'll give you a clue. Um, He played in London. He played in London for a number of years Mm, and just recently retired. Oh. What team in London? Come on. Well, name the teams in London. I'll tell you which one it is. Tottenham? No. Arsenal? No. Palace? Yes. MacArthur? Crystal Palace. MacArthur. James MacArthur. It's correct. He's number three on the list for Crystal Palace with 323. Gary McAllister, 325. Darren Fletcher, 341. And that just about it for us tonight on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, you're only one. <laughs> I enjoyed it as well. Well done, Ewan. Well done, mate. Uh, Gordon Duncan will be back tomorrow and uh, he's got Hugh Keevans and Mark Wilson who bottled it tonight. Have a great <laughs> night. Take care. It's been Clyde One Super Scoreboard.